Good morning. I'm uh, Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a five-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, five-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, a two-time winner of the St. Thomas and Elgin Weekly News, and a big announcement Presenting sponsor of the 2018 World Financial Group Continental Cup being held in London, Ontario, January 11th to the 14th at the Western Fair District. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. When did you find out about that one? Um, last week. When oh. you do, oh, who, who finished first in the radio song? Uh, you know, week? that's last week. I really don't recall <laughs> yeah, I think what that, happened last I, week. When I listened to the show, there just wasn't very much, you know, Put towards Peter finishing first. Peter, oh, did you finish first last week? I did finish did first you? last I'm week. I'm sorry. But... Listen, you write that stuff down for me. So, you know, if it, if you don't put enough emphasis in your text, yeah. then I really can't, you know, display that over the radio. Well, I'll remember that when we get uh, a little later on. You in may have week. to bold and underline it with some, you know, asterisks and <laughs> stuff like that. Then. Well, this this one is huge, the winner this week. Absolutely. Yes, we should almost, there should be a holiday for this, but... Uh, we want to thank all our listeners for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning, providing information to you on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255, or you can send us an email at... Inch by inch. At serviceexperts.com. And we've got a new rider, I noticed, in the MS bike. So we added a team member. Yeah, here I see that uh, Danny Cassidy's joining their team. So that's that's excellent. Yep. So the ride's July twenty ninth. Considering 30th. considering Danny just finished that uh, Toronto ride, right? So yeah, yeah. So he uh, he ought to be in shape. I would think so. He yes, might, he might might have to pull a couple of people along on this thing. Well, maybe just Nathan. Yeah, but uh, you know, so if you'd like to donate, go to msbike.ca, click on donate, click on search team. Put in Roy Inch and Sons, and you can make a donation online, and you can choose whether you want to give it to Steve or Nathan or Danny or David or Jennifer. Right. So I uh, hope every everybody can help us out there. We try to raise some money for MS to find a cure. Um, we've got some. We're going to go right to our questions because we've got a lot of questions. Now, you know what, Steve? You know. <laughs> How many times do we tell people to take their covers off their air conditioning? Well, at least every show. Okay. So I'm driving around Cheapside Maitland area this week. Okay. And there's two air conditioners with the covers. So did you stop the car and get out and I, take them off? I did to the one that was out cutting his grass. I rolled down, honked the horn, rolled down the window and said, you might want to take your cover off before your air conditioner gets turned on. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. Okay. And the other one, there was nobody out, and I thought it'd be a little creepy if I knocked on the door. Well, a little bit, if you can <laughs> just say, I noticed that your air conditioner cover was still on your air conditioner, and, it, you know, it is yeah. getting hot. And it, mind you, you know, you have had yours on for two months now. Yes, I, and it is a comfortable 21 degrees. Okay. It is beautiful in the home. All right. Yeah. So, I, I just I just couldn't believe that after that hot spell, people still had a cover yeah, on air You know, some people are, you know, can handle the heat a little better than you can. Yeah, I can't handle the heat. At all. At all. Yeah, yes. You know, even in my car. You guys get in my car and you yeah, got to go get your coat. Of, so. Yeah, it's kind of silly. But So we want to, Barb had a question here. 
uh, said, why can't you top up an AC with refrigerant? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, it's against the law. That's probably the biggest one. Um, and the reason it's against the law is uh, it's it's uh, the chemical they use for for refrigerant for air conditioning is, is the old chemical R22 or Freon as we know it to is harmful to the ozone layer. So environmentally, it's not uh, the good a good thing to do. So because that wasn't having enough impact, they decided to put some he- pretty heavy fines in place that if a technician or a company is caught uh, releasing a charge in the atmosphere, they- there's very heavy fines. So and I'll give you, I use car analogies all the time. So I'll give it a car analogy. It'd be like you having a flat tire and then fill your tire full of air and think everything's going to be fine. Somewhere down the road, the air is going to leak out of that tire and you're going to have an issue at that point. So it is a temporary fix to a real problem. And if you don't fix that leak, because Freon can't leak out unless there's a leak. And if you don't fix that leak, it will just leak out again. So it's uh, it's definitely, you know, something that we won't do. And uh, in the U.S., it's prominent, you know have your air conditioner tuned up and we'll give you two pounds of Freon. You know, they put that right in their ads. Really? It's definitely not something we do up here. But we're going to head right to the phone lines and we have Reg on the phone. Go ahead with your question, Reg. Gentlemen, good morning. My furnace is 17 years old and I'd like to know how much more efficient is is, is the new one. Sorry, I can't get my words out sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's age, I guess. It well, there's a lot of questions, Reg. It really depends. Um, you know, is it does it vent out through the side of the house with plastic pipe, or does it go up a chimney? Up a chimney, yeah. Okay, so then uh, new furnace. No, sorry, sorry, no. Out, out through the side. Yeah. So um, you have a you have a probably a first generation high efficiency furnace. So. It would be at least ninety percent efficient, which all that means to you is you 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 spend a dollar on natural gas, you get ninety cents worth of heat. So that's good. Okay. But where it probably isn't efficient is in the electrical system or the motors. So nowadays, yes. Nowadays we make furnaces like your furnace would be equivalent to like a six hundred watt light bulb. Okay. And, and we Gosh. make and we make furnaces nowadays that are equivalent to sixty or eighty watt light bulbs. Okay, so that would be quite a saving then. It is if you run your fan a lot, absolutely. Yes, the fan is on all the time, yeah. Well, so then you could you could certainly have an impact on your monthly hydro bill then. Okay. Okay. And one other thing. I never cover my air conditioner that 17 years old as well. I've never had a problem with it. Okay. Well, I w- we just, I'll let Peter speak to this. Yeah, okay. it it's not an, a necessity to cover it. We just have found by covering it, it will maintain the equipment a lot better and last a lot longer. Okay. So that's just uh, just our thought on that. Okay, great. Thanks okay. a lot. Thanks, Thanks Reg. Bye. Bye. So we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we got a whole bunch because of this well, hot weather. You're, you're right on time. I wasn't on time last uh, week. Yeah, I heard, uh, you know, that Christian had to sit there and wave at you to get you to go to commercial. <laughs> I, I, you know, we do have to pay for this show, Steve, so we do have to have commercial, so... But if uh, give us a call like Reg did at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Smell of shrimp there again at the bar. 
historical moment on this show. Why is that, Pete? Dan Peterson has finally won the radio music for our intros ever. So this is from Dan. Okay, he just texted this in. He said, I'd like to thank my wife, my family, and fans who have supported me for my quest to be king of the Battle of the Songs. (laughs) Congratulations, Dan. Yeah, congratulations, Dan. And uh, probably another historical thing happened. Jamie finished last. Wow. So, you know, hey. I, I I know what it feels like to finish first because I've been there many times. So oh Dan, congratulations goodness. on wow. on uh, on finally joining the group. Of, you have to need a bigger door. <laughs> yeah. um, we should also reach out to you know Richard. He was probably had a little thinking. He was having some margaritas last yesterday when that wrench fell off the furnace and hit him <laughs> in the head. Uh, so we hope you're feeling better, Richard. Don't have too much of a a headache there, but you can see the three scratches from the yeah from the the, from the, the, the turning knob yeah yes. that hit him right in the head. So we could you know you could I think I could read Mastercraft in his head as well. I was but. just pleased that he followed procedure and uh, you know he had a had an incident and he reported it right away. He did and yeah. pictures and pictures yeah, and yeah. That, you know selfies that he took of himself. Yeah. That was pretty good. So yeah. hope you're feeling better, Richard. Up at the probably up at the trailer, spending some time there. Um, so we had another question that came in, and it came in from Carrie. It says, running the AC, will it take the humidity out of my home? That's a good question, Carrie. Uh, yes, your air conditioner uh, cools the air in the house, and while it does that, it dehumidifies as well. So part of that refrigeration process of cooling the air, as you're taking the temperature away, you're, it, you're taking the ability of of how much moisture that air can hold and it dehumidifies. So that's why if you look down by your furnace, there's a a drain coming out of your furnace where your air conditioner coil is, and that goes down to the drain. Now, some people don't like the cold, but they want the humidity to go. That's true. now air conditioners that can do that. Yes, there are. So nowadays we can can put in controls like a, a thermostat and an air conditioner, which can not only run on temperature, but can run on a humidity setting as well. So uh, we can set all that up, and so it'll make the house drier, but not necessarily as cold. So that, well, no, no good for you, though. No, no, I like it cold, but, you know, I get a lot of people walk into my house and ask for a blanket. Yeah. So, I mean, I could have it a little warmer and no humidity and still feel the benefits of it. I bet, yes. Um, now, you have somebody you'd like to thank. Do I? Yeah, the lady that rear-ended you so that you got a new car. That's that's not nice, Peter. <laughs> so she, she, it was that was uh, a week a week ago on on Sunday morning. Yeah, it was just it was an, an unfortunate incident. I was driving in the and the couple of cars ahead of me slowed suddenly because someone was turning into a, into a lane on Wonderland South, and this young this young woman um, didn't see that the traffic had slowed that quickly and unfortunately hit the back end of my truck. Yeah. So you get a new C-Mac. Apparently, yes, because yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't look like there's much damage, but apparently there's a lot of damage underneath. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay. You know, I was worried about you. <laughs> you were worried about the car. So <laughs> just wanted me, you know, I, I didn't want to be doing this show by myself. Oh, so, I you see. know, there I want to make yes. sure you're there. Yeah. So, um, we got an email that came in from George. Is it safe to do an AC maintenance in the rain or should I change my appointment to a sunny day and they'll be able to do the full or will they be able to do the full maintenance in the rain? 
So number one, yes, it is safe. We have uh, beach umbrellas, thus the song, beach songs today. Oh, is that so, what? So nice. we have beach umbrellas that we can set up over top of the unit as we work. And I mean, the only time we won't be out there is if there's lightning. Right. So if there's thunder and lightning, they'll they'll come inside at that point. But rain, it's just part of our especially life. If, especially if we're doing a rooftop unit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be on the roof. Holding, holding up a wrench high in the air. See what with, happens. Yeah, with so. an umbrella. Yeah. But uh, definitely, no, rain won't stop from doing the maintenance. Um, they can do it at that time and, and be able to do the full maintenance. It won't cut anything off. Because yeah, it'd be difficult, especially this year, because of all the moisture that we've been, we've had. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Lots of rain. Now, we uh, Lauren sent in a question, said, I had a water tank installed today. How long after the installation before I have hot water? Oh. So she probably has hot water now. I, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So typically, it's, that's your recovery time on your water heater. So if it's a gas, if it's a gas tank that you're putting in, typically, you know, thirty minutes to forty minutes, you'd have hot water um, for the ver- for the very first time it starts up. So it doesn't really doesn't take that much time. But if you deplete a tank, you're looking at probably you know twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. Now, if you installed a tankless, it'd be like one minute. It wouldn't make any difference, yes. Yeah, you would just have hot water when you need it. So yeah. that's a benefit of a tankless. At times, yes, it is, yeah. Well, we're going to head to our phone, and we have Helen on the phone. Go ahead with your question, Helen. Hi there. Yes, I want to know, can you leave your uh, air conditioning on during a, a lightning storm? I always turn mine off because I was told once never to leave it on during a bad storm, and I have had lightning strike in the back of my yard, which was really deadly, but uh, that was several years ago. But I, I always turn it off, and then I swelter. <laughs> oh, so whereabouts, um, whereabouts are you, Helen? Are you in the city or out in the rural route? I'm in the city. Okay. Uh, well, uh, just personally speaking, like, I don't shut mine off when, the, when there's a lightning storm. Um, you, you can... You can uh, you electricians can put in surge protection on your hydro panel these days, so that if there is a if there's a lightning hit that comes down, then you can certainly get that to to help protect that. And, yeah. And a lot of the new thermostats have a uh, protection built into them. So, oh. So if the hydro fluctuated or went off, it will turn your air conditioner off for five minutes before it will let it come back on. Um, what we're afraid of with lightning or or power outages is the hydro flickers and it turns it off and right back on. That can hurt an air conditioner. Yes. Um, so, but the newer units will either have a, a time delay built into the air conditioner or built into the thermostat to to uh, manage that. But but well, would the would the electric would the lightning hit when it's running? Would that draw the lightning more towards the air conditioner and strike my house or, or air conditioner? No, it, it won't. And if, it, if the air conditioner got hit by lightning, whether it was running or not, it would do enough damage that it would need to be replaced at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks for Thanks calling. So. And that, you know, and, and that's been the benefits of these smart thermostats and, and that, that they have, they're taking in that if there's a fluctuation in that hydro, it will start a five minute countdown before right. it will turn it back on. So it's definitely something that can help out there.
Now, we got another email in uh, about water heaters from Terry. It says, are there different sizes for tankless water heaters? I'm sorry. I was just reading a, a, a text. Do you want to just ask me that are, question Are, are we doing, our, Christian, are we doing a radio <laughs> show here? I, I thought we're <laughs> present in the room. Doing, this guy's looking at his phone. I'm oh. answering questions. Oh, jeez. What's okay. the question? Sorry. Here, here you read it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> No, it says, Terry says, are there different sizes for tankless water heaters? Absolutely, Terry, there are. Uh, so when we're sizing a tankless water heater, we, we're really looking at how many bathrooms that you have in the house because that's the, that's the key and not just bathrooms but showers. So in some cases, you know, some people have those um, showers that have all the body misters on and all that. They, take a, they have a very high volume of water use. So we have to be carry, careful in those circumstances to size the tank properly. But um, at my house... Uh, my tank is a 7.5 gallon and, uh, it currently can, like it can run both showers at the same time. So we're very careful about that when we walk into house, cause we have to make sure that we don't, we put the right product in because, you know, we, we have had instances where, uh, I made a mistake and I put, say that again, I made an error <laughs> in sizing a tankless water heater in a commercial application and we had to take it out and put a tank in because it wasn't. Uh, doing what it was supposed to do. And I had a beautiful dinner there the other night. Good. It was very nice. Yes. Now, is it okay for me to do another question here? Are you ready or do you have to get on your phone again? I don't there? know. What, what, what time is it? Do you know we have to go no, to break yet? We have a you, couple minutes here. Okay. Fire yeah. away. Um, can I turn on my furnace or air conditioner before an annual maintenance? Andy asks that. Or should I wait until the maintenance is done? I don't think it matters whether or not, uh, because when they get there, they're going to be, they're going to be assessing it, whether it's been running or not running. So it, like a furnace, um, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to shut your furnace down and wait for maintenance. Just let it run. And when they get there, they'll certainly check everything out. You know, I always say it's like an oil change. I'm not going to drive my car till I change the oil. No, drive your car and then get it in and have regular maintenance done and everything will be looked after. So we're going to take a quick break here so Steve can check his phone again. Uh, so you can uh, give us a call if you have a question at 519-643-2222 or Well, that was the boys in the bright white sports cards trooper. And, uh, okay, well, we'll move on to the next question. Oh, you don't, don't you <laughs> want to talk about your Fiero? Yeah, well, I, I did have a white uh, sports card. Yeah, see. 1984 Indy Fiero. Yeah, so why didn't you pick this song? Because I thought this was a summer song, not a beach song. You, you, the, wanted, the, you, you mean you thought it was a beach song, not a summer song? <laughs> no, I thought it was a summer song, and we were supposed to pick beach songs. So I, I listen to this song at the beach all the time. Yeah, well, it you know, Margaritaville, you know, put the lime in the coconut, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere. Those are all beach songs, you know. Not you know, boy, no white sports car driving down the road. That's a summer song that you play in the car as you're driving to Grand Bend or Port Stanley. I would I would hazard a guess that there's a lot of white sports cars that drive on the boardwalk in Port Stanley or Grand Bend or wherever. Well, if they drive on the boardwalk, they're going to get arrested. Oh, well, they'll, they'll get arrested, but I'm just saying. 
But uh, you know, congratulations, Steve. You boy, it's a tough, <laughs> tough. You know, when you when you don't finish ahead of me, there's really there's a lot of you know animosity here. You just yeah. Well, Nicole would really appreciate it if I've. I'm ahead of you because every five minutes I'd say, pull the pole up. How, how, are, how are we fitting? So, Oh, boy. Uh, but we'll go back to the questions. If you're off your phone and your congratulations on second place. This Richard week. says thank you for the comment, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're glad. That's that's good sign that he, he's listening and he's awake and everything's good. So, <laughs> um, What sort, Angie asks, what sort of damage to my furnace or water heater could I expect from having a flood in my basement? So first thing, Angie, sorry you had a flood in your basement. Yes. Um, that's never a good thing. Um, but, uh, you know, the height of the water can determine the damage that it will cause. And and what is it? Is it, uh, is it just water or? Or a sewage is, backup. Is it a sewage backup? Because sewage backup, it's, it. It's it's worse than just obviously just just water backup. So yeah, yeah no. but regardless, if it hits if it hits anything in the furnace, if it hits the control board or in the wheel and in, in the blower wheel, um, you're going to cause some damage. Yeah, if the water gets if it's running and the water gets to that fan and that fan just blows it everywhere, basically whatever water touches should be replaced because you can't determine if down the road there's going to be an, an issue with it. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is you're going to get rusting happening in the bottom of the furnace that you're, you need to paint or touch up and, and depending how bad it is. And on a water heater, it's the same thing. If it gets up into the burner or into the insulation, the right. insulation will draw the water up. So it can be halfway up the water heater just from wicking yeah. and, and things like that. So, uh, it's, it's. We say if it touches any electronics or the fan motor or anything like that, you need to replace those parts. Yeah. If the fan blew water throughout the whole furnace, then you're better to replace the whole furnace at that point. Yeah, and 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 there are guidelines uh, for you know restoration people on those. If if it is sewage at all, then they'll just they'll, you'll just be replacing equipment because it can't stay in the house at all. Period. Yeah, and the only thing I'd hate on, oh, and this isn't a sales pitch, but when you're looking at replacing these things. You know, you have to remember you're now going to be 15, 17 years that this is going to be in your home. You might look at paying the difference between what I call, they're going to replace like for like. Right. But you may pay the difference to improve your efficiency and improve your Right. Put, put a better quality furnace in that's going to cost you less to operate over the long run. And instead of... Now you just pay the difference between the standard furnace and the better furnace. Yeah, That's and, right. it, and it's well worth it. Absolutely. But, but a lot of times everything's going so quick you don't think of that. So that's why we mentioned it early. Um, This is a tough one, Steve. This is from Bob. I've heard that the rebates are going away for replacing a furnace and air conditioner. Are they all going or do you know if they'll all be replaced with something else? Where do we stand? So where we're standing on that is the IESO rebate, which is the local provincial Ontario Power Authority rebate as of June 30th is changing. Uh, So what those changes are, we have speculations, we don't have fact. So uh, we won't have factual uh, uh, numbers until actually July the 1st when the program's released. It really is all hearsay. We can speculate, but... Uh, that usually doesn't work well for us. So um, usually doesn't work well for me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so there are speculations, but 
The rebates that are staying is the Union Gas program, and Union Gas and Enbridge have a province-wide program where uh, they're doing some, you know, that's when you have to have that home assessment done. So there's two assessments, a pre and a post, and you have a pre-inspection done, then you do the work in your house, whatever that is, windows, insulation, furnace, water heater, with a tankless, uh, those kinds of things. And then they do a post uh, inspection. And based upon those things, then there's uh, a rebate allotment for you. So that is still on and will be, uh, I think, until December 31st. Yeah. And we're just, you know, the, the challenge we've got is it's, it's you know, the agencies don't like to tell you very far ahead. You know, we got told 24 hours when a program ended before. So now we're just waiting to hear. So hopefully this week we'll have better information that we'll be able to talk a little more about it next week. Right. And, uh, of course, Canada's birthday next week. So, right. So our songs are going to be Canadian artists or Canadian songs. That, so, well, that has to be a Canadian band, oh, not, yeah, not artist. Right, band. Canadian band. So, so you know, two, so Trooper could fit in there again. I'm not going to play the same song twice, Peter. Well, hey, you got a winning streak or second place anyways. You yeah. might want to put it up there again, see Thanks. what happens. All right. See, I mentioned you twice last week. You didn't even mention that I won. So, who, who you? Yeah, did you win last week? I did win last week, and I was away. Unfortunately, you need to get over this. You know, you just kind of move on. <laughs> yeah. I was away, and in, in uh, the beautiful te- town of Cornwall. Well, see, that'll teach you if you're not if you're not in studio and you're hosting the show, then you may not get mentioned. And, and I want to thank Cornwall because I gave a donation to the city because I got a parking ticket while I was in Cornwall. Ah, congratulations. So they received $22 from me this week for my parking ticket. That's an, it, that's an inexpensive parking ticket. Yeah. Well, it wasn't at the time. I was trying to help with relations in Nunavut, and I got a parking ticket. So, But did you not read the sign? I put money in the meter. They just talked longer than I put in the meter. But mm. it's it's a beautiful city with the water. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, we had a ton of questions from people with the hot weather we had uh, last week. We had it, a ton of phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, you know, I think over 3,500 phone calls that were taken. So it was busy. But we get this from a lot of people. Uh, when I have trouble, is there anything I can check? Before calling the service person in. Well, if so if this is central air we're talking? Yes. Uh, the first thing you should check is thermostat. Make sure that you've got it set to the right setting. And then um, the common one is it's not on. So the breaker's not on. So you, you haven't energized the breaker downstairs um, to turn the air conditioner on. So those... Those are probably our, our biggest nuisance calls. Um, other than that, if it's not those things, there's really not a whole lot, unless you've got another suggestion. No, I, I didn't hear what you said. I was looking at my phone. Sorry oh, about that. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had to throw that back at you there, Mr. Gilbert. That's okay. <laughs> Anyways, no, uh, thermostat, breaker, filter, Oh, yes, filter. Are right. the three yes. things. If that, it's freezing up. Yeah, that yeah. we would say take a look at. And, and then look outside if the fan's running on the outdoor unit or the, you can hear the compressor running. Sometimes a stick will fall into a 
into a unit and, and get it stuck. So those are kind of the easy things that people can look at. Right. But, but, don't, is, but don't take anything apart. No, do not take anything apart. And, yes. You know, because we have to put it all back together to test it. So now you're going to pay our time to, to replace and put everything back together just to find out what's wrong to take it apart again. And what if the breaker is on and you've just taken off the electrical access? That's a... Uh, that's that's 220 volt back there that you don't know what you're doing. And if you stick a screwdriver in the wrong spot, you will. Yep. Yeah. It could be very dangerous. Very dangerous. So just like, uh, you know, the phone lines are open. We'd love to hear from you. Like Reg and Helen called in today at 519-643-2222. But Dan had a question of, and it was kind of ties into what Reg was talking about. How long should a furnace last when it's maintained or not maintained? We have had our furnace for 21 years, never did a maintenance, and now we're having problems with it. Well, uh, it's over its life expectancy. Uh, typically, uh, you're at 15 to 20 years, 15, 15 on average. Um, but, you know, if you look after things, you, you'll be hitting 20. So he's starting into that timeline where he's going to have to start having failures and, and problems with the furnace. So at 21 years of age... It's just, it's tired and old and it's going to start giving you problems. So if I maintain it, could he have got a few more years out of that? That's, it's a crystal ball, right? Uh, you would, you would hope to think so. You would hope to think that, you know, if you look after things, it's going to last longer. And in most cases uh, with furnaces, that's, that's exactly correct. So looking after things, having regular maintenance, they can stay on top of things. Now, now I do have a question for Christian. To running the show and hitting the marks, you know, am I better than Steve, or is Steve better than I? Yeah, yeah I thought so. I just wanted, you know, as we come up to another mark here, Steve, there is a clock that's right in front of you that counts down even to the second, so that you can prepare yourself for these commercial breaks. Okay, so we're going to take another commercial break. Now? Now, because it's just coming up to the time. But uh, the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. My boss just pushed me over the limit. I'd like to call him something. I think I'll just call it a day. Something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane See, I, I put that in for you, the boss, you know, did you hear that first part there about the boss? I thought, Steve, I'd give you the opportunity. But that was 5 o'clock somewhere, Alan Jackson, Jimmy Buffett, Peter's pick for the week. You know, if you want me to do a better job hosting the show, then you need to teach me better. You know, I'm just going to fall <laughs> back that... I was not given proper instruction. Oh, I think I instructed you. <laughs> I think I can look on these pieces of paper and they have full instructions yeah, on but, them. You know, you've never really taken the time to mentor me properly. You know, I'm just just, just saying. All right. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines and we have Barbara on the line. Go ahead. Oh, hi there. Um, thanks for taking my call. I have three questions. Okay. So we right now have an electric water heater, and it's probably about 27, 28 years old. Okay. Um, looking to get something more high efficient. So you were talking about that 
Um, the the waterless tank. Oh, well, the the tankless hot water heater. Yes. Tankless. Yeah. So wh- how do I know what size I want? There's two adults and there's two bathrooms in the house. And the bathrooms, um, Barb, do they are they normal showers? One's a, a shower and one's a, a bathtub shower. Okay, and the shower you have it doesn't does it have any body misters on it or is it just is it just a, a a normal shower head? Just normal. So that would just tell me like you could get anything. Uh, we we make they they make a unit which is eight gallons, uh, which I would probably recommend for you. You don't you you don't need to go to the nine point eight gallon one. The eight point gallon one would be good for you. Okay, great. Now, right now, the tank is electric. Right. But we do we do have gas, natural gas, coming to the house. Would it be better to uh, rig it up to the natural gas? Well, yes, I would. Yeah, these tanks work best on natural gas, so we would just... So we just have to find a place to to mount it and then a place to vent it and then gas pipe it and you'd be all set to go. Then we could take the electric tank out. Okay. 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 All right. Um, then the, the second question is about a dehumidifier. I've got one of those, you know, it stands in the room and you vent it outside. Oh, the, the little portable air conditioners? Yeah. Yeah. And it said when we bought it that it's air conditioner... Or, and ever since we've had it, we're not seeing any water place to collect. Oh, there, uh, sh- there should be a tank in, in, in there that as it's running for air conditioning, the water should be kind of filling that tank up. I know, and we can't find it. Oh. <laughs> what brand? Um, what? And it doesn't work very well. So what? What, what is your opinion about those? Those ones that stand in the room. Now, what br- do you know the brand of it, Barb? No, and I'm not at home to look okay. it up. Um, they're not, you know, they're a good unit to air conditioner or dehumidify a room, but they will have a very hard time doing a whole home. Yeah. Um, yeah they're sure. n- now, some of them, and that's why I was asking the brand, have developed where the exhaust pipe going out. They will also, uh, what I'll say, put a mist in there to exhaust the water out. And that's why it may not have a tank. Oh. But right. That's what we thought. Maybe it's just going out with the air out, outside. They, it, it could be. Now, they do not pull out as much humidity as ones that have a tank. Um, yeah. So, so it, it, that's why you may have to go to Google with the the brand and the model and, and see if there is a tank or if it does exhaust it out with the air. Right. Okay. Because um, we we thought this isn't working very well. We put a window air conditioner into the uh, a bedroom that's off, you know, on the main floor still. And within hours, it, the whole the whole upstairs was cooled off. And the right. stand-up one was not doing nearly that kind of a job. So... Yeah. Okay, and the third question is both bathrooms, for some reason, the house was built without any exhaust fan. I don't know if it got forgotten or what. Do you recommend that we try to put some in? I I would suggest that you do. Um, It's probably, it must be an older home then. Yeah, 27, 28 years old. Okay, so yeah, I would, we'd, we'd, certainly we recommend, you know, exhausting bathrooms to the outside. It's, you know, that way, you know, you could just 
with the timer switch on it, then when you're you're in the shower, you just put the timer on and let the bathroom exhaust so that you don't have a buildup moisture. I take it those bathrooms have windows in them as well? Neither one has a window, no. Oh, well, then you certainly need an exhaust fan, Barb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I just thought of a fourth question. Can I ask? <laughs> sure. Okay, so uh, we got an attached garage, and it seems to get quite humid in there to the point where you can sometimes smell, um, you know, I don't know if it's mildew or it's just you can start to smell it. Um, would it be worth getting an exhaust fan to to blow out the humidity, or what do you recommend for that, and how often do we run it? Yeah, the challenge you have in the summer, you shouldn't smell that. In the winter, where the ice and everything's melting off the car, you can get into that issue. Um, and the exhaust fan can help, but you also have to bring in air somewhere to exhaust it out. Uh, oh, right. And and so you have to kind of look at a, an opening that you can put in the garage and then an exhaust fan to move it through. Uh, sometimes what I do in my garage is on a sunny day, I will leave the garage door up a couple of inches just to allow air to circulate in there and dry everything out. Okay, yeah, we yeah. just started to smell it when the summer started. Yeah. Okay. So it's probably humidity, yeah. and, and you know, the, the challenge with that is if you leave the garage door up, humidity's coming in. Uh, with the air, so it, it's a hard thing to, to look after. But air movement, a fan in there just moving air can help with that. Okay. Okay. Great. Thanks so much. No Thanks, problem. Barb. Thanks, Barb. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we're going to move on to Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Oh, thanks for taking my call, guys. Yep. I just wanted to know, if a house has an HRV, a heat recovery ventilation unit, and it also has bathroom ceiling fans, are both necessary, or could could I remove my ceiling fans in order to improve the air tightness of my house? Well, the the is so the HRV is designed to to do bathrooms as well as ventilation. You know, it's it's a home ventilation system. Uh, but if it hasn't been roughed in before, you're going to have to have access to those bathrooms, right? Yeah, like the house we we moved into this house, and it actually. It's it's sort of interesting. The HRV is there, but it it was never fully hooked up. But it does have the ventilation going into each of the bathrooms. Okay. So I was just wondering. I could definitely improve my my uh, my insulation value if I could close in those ceiling fans. Yeah. So there is uh, different ways that HRVs can be installed. One is called a simplified method. One is called and it sounds like you may have this where the ducts are in the bathrooms and the kitchen and throughout the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're so to make that work, you need to have a timer put in there that you can hit when you go in to have a shower. It's like a 5, 10, 15, 20 minute. And you okay. would turn it on and that would put the HRV into the fast mode yep. and start drawing out that moisture. Okay. If that's there, then you could do away with the exhaust fan. Okay, that's perfect. That's yep. what I was hoping. Yeah. Super. Yep. Thanks so much. No You're problem. welcome. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for calling. Thank you. But, so, yeah, there's, you know, in a new home, they can duck an HRV almost by itself. So it has its own ducking, duck system. Duck system. 
and or but sometimes when we go into a finished house you have to just hook it into the ductwork that's already there going throughout the house and you can't get to those bathrooms and uh kitchen where all the moisture is being created right but now hrv should we be running it now well, it, it shouldn't be, not necessarily be running for ventilation, but if it's attached to the bathrooms, then you have to leave it in an operation. I was in a home the other day, and their HRV was still on, so I just adjusted the settings so that it wasn't running all the time, but the bathroom fans would still bring it on to ventilate when when necessary. But it doesn't need to be running 24-7. So when, um, we want to make sure we get this in. So we are the presenting sponsor too. The Continental Cup. In London. Ontario. Six teams from North America, four from Canada, two from the U.S., and then six teams from the world, and most likely will all be the Olympic teams that are going to Pongchang in North, or in South Korea, not North Korea, South Korea, uh, for the Olympics. And on September 9th is our... 90th anniversary. Yep. We're going to have a celebration. Everybody's got an old car. We'd love to have you out there. We're going to have a car show. It's going to run from nine to three. We're going to have street curling. Going to do the radio show live from location. We are. You can get to see all, you know, Jamie and Dan and Richard. We're even bringing Richard in to sit. That's right. So that it'll be the first time he'll do a live show with us. We An won't hour have, won't be long enough. No, we may it may take <laughs> all day to get that. We could just keep sitting there. Even though we're off the air, we'll just sit there and pretend we're still on the air. Uh, and we're going to have all our history display out, which has been put away for many years. And it'd be nice to get it all out there. When we're not on the air, make sure you check out uh, RoyInch.com for all our coupons. Uh, it's free mixing valve with the purchase of a water heater or rent a water heater. $50 off a furnace and air tune-up and a $60 service call on plumbing. You can give us a call in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at one eight six six experts or online at royinch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show at royinch.com by hitting the inch by inch button on our homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.